Welcome to the Weekly Wrap. Each week, the four of us go over music, sports, and news you may have missed. Joined by Jonathan, Theodore, Miles, and Sophia, this is the Weekly Wrap. Good morning, everybody. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And we are here with another episode of our lovely morning show, the Weekly Wrap, here on KMIH Mercer Island, 88 on the Bridge. How are you guys doing this morning? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, I'm doing well. Good. Pretty good. Yes, yeah, so this is our first show in about a week or so. We had another lovely midwinter break, I think, is yeah. what yeah. we've been calling it. Our school's kind of weird. They split up the two-week spring break, make it one and one, but in yeah. a couple months, yeah. which is pretty nice. I'll give you yeah. that. It, it, it's yeah, a nice it's, little, like, mid, mid, it's a nice midway break yeah, in between like, the two. Yeah, like, gives us a break between, between, like, January and April, which I think is deserved, honestly. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> like, it's nice to relax. Like, I'd rather not have ten weeks straight of school, mm-hmm. and I'd like to, and I'd like to divide into, like, five and five. Because yeah. that's how I work. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk to you about this episode. We're going to go for a longer one today, I think. But we're going to start off with the regular good old Billboard Hot 100. Theo, take us away. Okay, so the Billboard Hot 100 uh, hasn't changed much, uh, honestly. Basically, basically, a lot of the stuff is basically staying uh, almost the same. Like, for example, we don't talk about Bruno's at number one, Heat Waves 2, uh, ABCDEFU by Gale, number three, Easy On Me, number four. And Super Grim by Kodak at number five. Uh, basically, the Billboard Hot 100 hasn't changed much in the top ten because uh, because mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the media uh, hasn't you know gone uh, all that well. Also, yeah. I'm currently looking through the window at Jonathan's screen because one of my because one of my monitors is currently dead, and I have to and <laughs> so that's how our first show is gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to turn it on and I can't. <laughs> Interesting. But we'll just give you the quick rundown in the sake of Theo, but Stay, Ghost, all those songs like Justin Bieber, The Kid Leroy, yeah. etc. Yeah. If you go, hasn't if you, changed much. If you scroll down to the mm-hmm. bottom of the charts, you'll see that you, you may notice that there are some new songs that, yep. that, debut, oh, yeah. like every, that debut every week. Yeah, they're making their way up there, and one of them that has stayed on there for a while is Enemy by Imagine Dragons, and if you guys didn't know, Imagine Dragons are currently in Seattle right now. I believe they have a couple shows for the first time in a Ooh, while. Lovely. Yeah. So uh, they posted a picture on their Instagram with them in front of Pike Place. So it was kind of cool. It was. Oh, nice. So I think that's the first time I've seen Imagine Dragons here in Seattle in a yeah, while. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool to see celebrities and people you don't really think of like as actual people because you've never seen yeah. them in your life. Like you always think so, of yeah. them just to stay in that LA. Exactly. Area. Yeah. You, but it's cool. It's nice to see them like somewhere where you know. And Definitely. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, cool. it's cool. Especially oh. someone who's been in the scene as long as Imagine Dragon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just going to take a point on Jonathan saying, you don't see celebrities as actual people. Well, you <laughs> I mean, you just see them in media. It's like... Yeah, exactly. It's hard to know what they... What they um, but their actual personalities, like I mean, really, the same can be the same the can mic. be extended to us, basically. Exactly, pretty yeah. much. So, <laughs> if you think about it, we're kind of we're kind of like minor celebrities in our own right. Yeah. If you think about it, in <laughs> with, our own minds, with yeah. exactly, we can think of ourselves like that to ourselves. But. Yeah, we kind of have exactly sixty nine uh, listens on Spotify. Nice, plugging yeah. into the weekly, plugging our Spotify and podcast system. Yeah. So, and one more thing to add, I'm just going to go over a quick little Spotify update. We had a bunch of new songs released this past week. We had some by Kigo, One Republic, Five Seconds of Summer, released a couple days ago with one of their oh, new yeah. songs. It was a, it's a pretty good song, I, I'll give you that. Yeah. And then uh, Dove Cameron, former Disney star, has kind of went viral on TikTok with one of her songs called Boyfriend. 
So it was one of those where it's just the drama, dating, et cetera, et cetera. I'll be a better boyfriend than you is what she's kind of saying. So it's kind of fed to the internet pretty well, but she's kind of getting back more into that music industry. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. Former Disney star, you said? Yeah, former Disney star. What did she What did she do in Disney? Have you never seen Liv and Maddie? No. So it was uh, <laughs> Liv and Maddie, let's see, Descendants. I think there were a couple others, but... Overall, she had a big spot in the acting area. Mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo 2.0? Pretty much. She was, like, nice. better Olivia Lo- Rodrigo, in my opinion. What? I'm Dude, sorry. that's blasphemous. Not yeah. really. Sorry, was one of the best albums of 2021. I'm just saying in actor perspective. Oh, okay, okay. good. Mm-hmm. I but, don't know about musician's perspective, but acting perspective, uh-huh. I don't, yeah. And uh, Dove Cameron is a Washington native, so that's pretty cool. Local pride, baby. Bainbridge or Vashon? One of those two islands. I think. Something Not like Mercer. That. Not Mercer, but <laughs> close enough, I guess. Island friend. But I think that's it for our music industry. Who wants to take us away on another thing? Because I have a bunch of sports coming up that I will go over later. But anybody want to go with more serious news? Yeah, or I can Miles start, want to take over? Cool. So today, a missile collided with the moon. That and is... Whoa. For the first time ever, a rocket collided with the moon. And it was on accident. It was not intentional. Um, the rocket was from 2014, and it's thought to be part of China's space program, although they don't it know for was sure. was part of yeah. China's space program. So <laughs> <laughs> the rocket has been inactive for a while. Obviously, no one was in it. And to my knowledge, it was just left there in space. And somehow the rocket just broke from orbit and just made a beeline for the moon. Really? Yeah. That's a little scary. That, like, imagine kinda... if it just did that to Earth. I swear, this is this the plot of a Despicable Me movie? <laughs> yes, I, I believe it is. Like, you just steal the moon like How that? does a, a missile just... Or not a missile. A rocket just break from the orbit of the Earth and just speed into the moon? Yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's it just part of the dangers uh, some of those intrusive thoughts they took over. But, yeah, I feel um... like it'd, yeah. Have to have, it'd have to, like, power on for a hot minute and then... Mm-hmm propel forward to get out of the orbit and then it would yeah i don't know this is not a science show so well yeah, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> far from a science show i'll give you that but so a rocket just broke from orbit and crashed so the moon. did it explode on the moon or yeah that it's, thought to have created, it's thought to have created a uh, crater wow and oh, so wow. scientists <laughs> were talking on the moon scientists were talking about it as if it's like a meteor or asteroid colliding with the moon okay so if it collided with the moon like that imagine what it could have done to earth yeah, and that and that's part of the dangers they were talking about. Like space junk is becoming more and more of a concern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this thing collided at 4:28 this morning at 5,800 miles per hour, which is wow, that is many times Ooh. the speed of sound, as yeah. you might imagine. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. And but also, it, it's in space, so there's like no air resistance or anything. Yeah, and scientists are going to try to find the meteor because or the the spot where it left a crater mm-hmm. because. It landed like on the backside of the moon, I think. Right. Yeah. And so, it might be a little bit hard. Yeah, to find, it'll be hard but... to find. It's a mm. it's a whole moon. Oh, and yeah. And there's there's a lot of craters. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> just just a few. Oh, <laughs> only like I'd say five thousand seven hundred ninety three. But this that number's probably way off, knowing me. Yeah. So moon, I don't even know. Space travel is kind of crazy right now. You know, SpaceX is trying to do stuff. Elon Musk. Blue Origin and, like, with the whole literally space like tourism mm-hmm. yeah if like uh in, in the main control room through my window i'm seeing jonathan look looking up moon craters and as you may see uh and as you may and let me just describe them as uh kind of small divots but i don't know what that missile will cause so no, the missile seems to have caused a small 
like half mile across crater. Half miles a while though. Rhymes also. That, that is big, but it's also on the moon with a zero air resistance and mm. anything of that sort. So. Yeah. So moon news is kind of crazy and eventually we might be taking a little bit of a break soon and we're gonna be coming back with a bunch of different stories and get your phones ready text us or call in at 206-275-9104 and we also have a gmail which we will be talking about later so we will be having another interactive little segment here on the weekly wrap so get ready for that but we're gonna be taking a break listen to some tunes and stay tuned because we're gonna be talking about some russian tensions of course which have been coming up this past week Gas, car gas prices, need for electric car demands, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then supposedly the happiest cities in America. Hmm. So stay tuned here on 88.9 The Bridge. This is The Weekly Wrap, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome back to The Weekly Wrap on 88.9 The Bridge. That was Care For Me by Aurora. Pretty good song, if I do say so myself. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think that was the first time I've ever heard it, and I'm kind of vibing with it. Yeah. So yeah. One thing that we're not vibing with, though, today, and really in this past week, are inflation. So I think we're going to talk a little bit on that, specifically car gas prices. Oh, boy. So I believe two out of the four of us on this show have electric cars, thankfully. Miles, do you have an electric car? Nope. No? Theo, do you have a car? Also, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but still, Jonathan and I are the proud members of the Nissan Leaf Club here on the weekly yeah. app. And it's a good car. It's a very good car, and it is incredibly important right now, because how about you guys just take a guess? Just take a guess at what the gas prices are in maybe Portland. Miles, you first. Like four fifty, maybe. Oh, you wish. All right, Jonathan. Um, I mean, I don't really have a gas car, but I would say like six or seven dollars. And then Theo. Uh, you can't pump your own gas in Oregon, so I'd say four seventy-five. Wrong, exactly. So you know, V Power—that's like the best kind of gas. You know, mm-hmm. it's about seven dollars. Nice for a gallon. Wow. Seven dollars for a gallon of gas. And, and that a, and a gallon, depending on the car, can only get you from exactly. like, either like fifteen ish miles uh to twenty five miles is like the maximum mm-hmm. generally yeah. speaking. Who really so, gets the best gas? I was in though. California last week and I saw the gas prices there. They were insane. And now I'm just checked the news this morning. Portland gas prices, seven dollars. Yeah, it's I, mad. Seven. Although it does not even come close to Europe where the gas prices there are closer to $10 and $12 a gallon. I'm saying that's a good thing. Yes, it is. But, I mean, for the U.S., we generally have lower gas prices because we kind of have a monopoly on oil and yeah. gas. Yeah. Um, still, it could be uh, tricky coming up in the future because a lot of people will struggle to have gas money. Yeah, and one thing to add is that I know so many people, now that they're seeing these prices, are rushing to get an electric car. Yeah. Thankfully, I know Jonathan and I, we got those cars at the right time, yeah. that's for sure. So, I mean, the thing about electric cars is that they're generally easier uh, to drive. Exactly. Um, and they're easier to refuel because you just plug them plug in. Plug it in. And then on top of all that, you don't have to, have to worry about like having to refuel and, oh, I'm running low on gas. Let me go drive over to the gas station. Just, nope, go home, it's plug generally, it in. <laughs> An easier time with an electric car. And so, a little bit of a bonus thing. Uh, it depends on the car. Yeah, mine's about um, 160 miles. 160, yeah. I have an older leaf, so I have like... Yeah, I think my leaf is about... 100 miles maximum. Uh-huh. Um, and then there, obviously there's like cars like the Tesla, which can go like upwards of 300 miles. Yeah, those it's are crazy. just powerhouse electric cars. Yeah. And uh, I want to know something a little bit funny, but uh, someone who hosts another one of our morning shows here on KMIH, most around 88 and the bridge, if you will... 
called the first period crew, Annabelle. Her dad bought an electric car without her mom knowing yesterday. Ooh. So wow. they, Annabelle is, I believe, 15, 16, sorry, I don't know for sure. Call and tell us, correct us, you know what I mean? But point is, she's looking for a car. And her brother already has a Toyota, but they don't exactly want to be sharing cars yet. And especially if it's one of those older Toyotas that are just gas guzzlers, an electric car might be something good to look at right now. Mm-hmm. And they did just that. They bought a Ford electric vehicle, and the mom didn't know until, I think, after they bought it. So <laughs> that is a little bit of yeah, a Yeah, the, the there's a couple of Ford um, electric cars. They have the Ford uh, F-150 um, electric version. And they have a Ford Mustang electric version, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Ford's mm-hmm. definitely getting up there in that electric car area, yeah. kind of like Nissan. Mm-hmm. So electric cars are kind of needed right now. Gas yeah. prices way too high. Do you and... know what's really needed now? More infrastructure and public transport. I would also agree with Definitely. that. You know the light rail? Yes. Uh, it got postponed a couple years. It today. did? Yeah. What? Uh, it's going to come, like, the ma- the majority. So, light, okay, for people who don't know, the light rail is a, like a, a train, like, subway network that goes around the Seattle area, and they're going to have approximately, like, five lines. They go in different varying directions and meet up, and you can take them to work and school and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they'll be replacing... A lot of buses, and instead they have, like, light rail stations that will go alongside the freeways. So it was planned to come out next year, although a lot of the uh, numbers, like the trail number or the, the like, train numbers mm-hmm. of, like, the different paths to go, it is actually, um, will be coming out, like, much later in, like, 2024 and 2025. Yikes. Like, I uh, remember having that be announced and mm-hmm. pretty much... I was like, oh, it's coming out when I graduate. Wait, it's going to come out when I graduate? You're kidding yeah. me, right? Yeah. And then now it's going to be when I'm like in my second year of college. So, um, Actually, uh, the I don't think I don't think East Link, which is the extension that's coming to us, will be affected. I think it's mainly more toward like the Ballard area and mm-hmm. uh, and south of Seattle. Like products coming in ST3, which was voted on in 2016. Yeah, so those areas are definitely denser than where we are right now, so it's going to be a little bit harder to, first of all, construct, especially mm. with all the crazy yeah. stuff going on. In fact, speaking in fact, speaking of the uh, two line, uh, which is the line that's coming to us, trains are actually being run on it, testing. Okay, that's that's a start. Wow. I'll give you that. Yeah. And I've seen all the train tracks being built. Whenever I go on Bellevue Way, going to like Bellevue Square, that area, I would see the little mm-hmm. giant tracks just slowly being built further and yeah. further and further and further, and now they're all painted and colorful mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So. Yeah, you've seen the ones on Mercer Island, right? Yeah, like the giant Mercer Island station or whatever you want to call yeah. it. The thing is, yeah. on the entrance to like the on the uh, eastern entrance, they haven't paved the concrete yet. Mm, okay, that's kind of important. I'll give you that. They have on the western entrance though, uh-huh. and also inside the actual light rail station, it's looking pretty good. I didn't mm-hmm. say myself. And I'm just gonna push this out here, but. Really, this wouldn't have to be that big of a necessity if gas prices weren't this high. And mm-hmm. one of those reasons why gas prices are so high, I think everybody who isn't living under a rock would know, is because of the Russian tensions with Ukraine. And I think yes. Jonathan was going to take us away a little bit I on that. was. Okay, so for those who don't know, I'm sure everybody does by now. Um, but Russia has gone into a little uh, pickle. pickle with Ukraine. And there's a kind of large conflict that's happening right now. Russia is trying to take over Ukraine and supposedly annex it so that they can just take over it and have it become a part of their country. Mm -hmm. Because Putin, the leader of Russia, wants to bring back the old Soviet Union, as it seems like. From various old blog posts that I've read up on, um, 
he said multiple times that the old Soviet Union, which like with which contained like what twenty countries that are now split apart, um, uh, was like superior in every which way. So yeah. he's trying to bring it all back together, starting with Ukraine, and there's a full scale invasion going on right this instant. Um, started back on the 24th of February, and so it's still happening. And I guess we'll just see what happens. I mean, it's it's really like kind of devastating. They've already taken um, control of a couple of large yeah. cities. Um, and speaking plants. of which, literally like um, five five eighteen a.m., uh, Russian forces in Ukraine have attacked and seized Europe's largest nuclear power plant. Yeah, so that's a big issue. Like that was literally three hours, ten minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Kind of asleep. Yeah. I was actually probably yeah. by then, but still. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, just for those who are wondering. There was no release of radiation, radiation, um, and the integrity of the reactors themselves is fully um, fine. So, Unlike what happened in Chernobyl. Yeah, where yeah. everything exploded in reaction. And, and speaking of Chernobyl, they also stuff. have control of Chernobyl. They, yeah, they also have so. control of Chernobyl. Um, so it's kind of complicated situation all around the board. It's a little um, more than complicated, but it's yeah, more terrifying, um, many, if you will. For those who don't know... Many uh, Russian citizens disagree with Putin's rules, mm-hmm. although since Putin controls nearly every single media outlet and all um, propaganda and stuff like that, many people are on board with the decision, although the majority are not. Yeah. Yeah, so that is one incredibly big issue, and a lot of people are speculating it's going to be World War Three. Mm-hmm. and Biden had his little speech, I think, what was it, last week? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And he said that he would do anything to protect his NATO allies, which uh, Ukraine is not part of NATO. But if Russia does get involved with uh, uh, our allies, mm-hmm. Putin or not Putin, excuse me, Biden will be taken force. So yeah, let's... there's also countries like Sweden that previously weren't part of NATO mm-hmm. that are now looking to join in because yeah, because there's a, a lot of protection that's seen now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was reading on like a blog post by like this Taiwanese uh, mm-hmm. defense minister. And he said that the best way to for Ukraine to uh, get NATO support is if he were to declare war and subsequently invade Poland. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if he were to invade Poland, isn't Poland part of NATO? Yes. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so um, I was talking about this with a friend last night. And so as of right now, approximately like uh, over 500 to 600,000 people have been displaced in Ukraine from their homes. And I'm trying to find other places to live, such as Poland. And neighboring uh, countries of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So many people are trying to escape. I heard a story where a pregnant woman um, was trying to get out of... A pregnant American woman was trying to get out of Ukraine. Um, and I think she had her baby there. And then they were trying to leave. Oh, there's a whole situation. Like a drive that usually took six hours. Took 18. Mm-hmm. And they had, then they had to walk for nine more hours to get yeah. to the border. And there's have, there have been a lot of issues, including mm-hmm. some racism when it comes to trying to get people out. Like... I read a story about a few uh, African-American medical mm-hmm. students who were in Ukraine, and they were trying to do their best to get out, as I think everybody wants to get out right now, or at least who should, who mm-hmm. have, are in the right mind. Yeah. But they were sent to the back of the line to get out because they were not considered real Ukrainians. Yeah, and also so, on top of that, um, it's kind of like the Titanic, where they're only allowing women and children to go through mm-hmm. um, border for Ukrainian citizens, and everyone else... Uh, in between the ages of like 15 and 60 are required to stay and fight in the in the war 18 mm-hmm. to 60 18, 18, to, 18 60. to 60 do we know if there's been a draft yet um there's so. already a draft there's already draft yeah. so there's people trying to escape obviously but they're not gonna let that happen yeah and that's um, really just the dark side of this entire thing speaking and- of people not leaving 
uh, yeah, my uncle's in Ukraine. He's not leaving. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, that worries uh, a lot of people. I, how old is your uncle? Uh, 65. Oh, so, so he could leave if he wanted to. Uh, it would be a... It would be really complicated, It would be though. a, uh, not very good to leave your wife in, mm-hmm. a, in a war zone, so... Yeah. yeah, so I guess that's one of the bigger mm-hmm. issues. Like, Theo's one of the people that I know. There's a bunch of people just around the world who have so many, like, family yeah. members in Ukraine who can't get out... And I think everybody's just hoping for happiness yeah. and peace eventually. And so, um, one one more thing just to think about. At this rate, it's looking like, unfortunately, um, it might be actually a world war. Because if Russia takes over Ukraine, um, then they will go for, like, another country that used to be a part of the Soviet yeah, Union. definitely. So, like, Kazakhstan, Belarus, um, one of those countries. Um, and then what will happen is... The USA will get involved, and that'll and just that'll cause a chaos. massive conflict. And then, and then we'll we don't need soldiers anymore. It'll just be nuclear bombs everywhere. So, which not the ideal way to yeah, start our senior year. A in nuclear high war would not be the best. I'm not gonna. Well, lie. I think not I think Russia lie. only invaded Ukraine because they were not in NATO and they knew that the U.S. wouldn't interfere. Well, yeah, but um, it looks like uh, Putin is just trying to bring back the old Soviet Union. So yeah. in order to do that, he would still have to go through like. Three countries at least that are already in NATO. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but you can you can say a lot of that stuff, but when yeah, it comes yeah. time to actually act, it's going to be a yeah, different story. Exactly. And I know, so that's a bunch of dark stuff. And like I said earlier, happiness is really needed. And on that note, I received a list of quote unquote the happiest cities in America. And you guys want to take another? It's just another the guessing happiest game. Cities in, yeah. Okay. I don't know how reliable these sources are, but I found it, and I think it's kind of cool. So, cool. what ranking do you think Seattle is? Um, not in the top 10. I would say like, I don't know, like 23. Miles? All cities? I don't know, like 300? 300? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think it's the most one. major cities, but okay. you'll be surprised. Seattle's actually ranked 7th. What? Really? really? So We the have way a Seattle th- freeze. I know, but the if way we're that... 7th, <laughs> number 1 can't be that much happier. Uh, so the way that they are ranking this is there's like a score points between so there's three categories emotional and physical well-being income and employment and community and environment all right so seattle is apparently uh ranked sixth in emotional and physical well-being i don't know how true that is kind of funny in my opinion because hey we're a bunch of high schoolers in a radio station with i don't know the seasonal depression in the clouds and then we are then ranked second in income and and employment which is not bad. And then 99th in community and environment. So that's a bit of a change. But mm-hmm. uh, number one is Fremont, California. Really? Really? So oh. California has made their way pretty high in this list. What about Fremont, Seattle? Fremont, Seattle, I don't even know if they're on this list. Probably not. Fremont's a neighborhood. Yeah, it's, Fremont it's, it's not really a city. Northern California or Southern? Because that could answer a lot of questions. True. I'm. I would believe it's in northern, just because San Francisco is number third. Is number third, right. third place, not number, number third. third. It's number third. Day, it was though. early, okay. <laughs> and then second place is uh, somewhere in Maryland, Columbia. So happy cities. Like I, I know, I know Chicago is the windy city, but I've been both to Chicago and San Francisco, and San Francisco is significantly more windy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was in California, California, like I said last week. And I was down in Irvine, San Diego, and Los Angeles, and there is such a difference between all three of those cities. It's kind of insane, mm-hmm. and especially coming back to Seattle. First of all, it was like 30 degrees colder to start and rainy, but yeah. just the social community was incredibly mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just California for you guys, happy cities. And then 
really. I got a bunch of other stuff to talk about in terms of sports. I think Miles might want to touch a little bit on it. For those who uh, follow a bunch of college basketball, you should text us and call in at 206-275-9104. March we got Madness. Some big news. March Madness coming up. Ooh. Oh, March Madness. I honestly so it's actually forgot gonna about happen, that. Huh? And then uh, Coach K. You guys know that name? No. Coach K. All See right. the Duke coach. Yeah, the Duke coach. There we go. Miles knows something, but still, Coach K's final game is coming up for Duke. And again, he is a five-time national champ with Duke and a six-time gold medalist for uh, U.S. men's basketball. Mm. Just let that sink in. How many championships? Just I don't know silverware he has. So, and then I guess it'll be uh, University of North Carolina versus Duke, 3 p.m. PST tomorrow. Hmm. And the average ticket price. We're doing another guessing game. That's just my thing this episode. How much money do you think it is for one ticket? Uh, $220. To what? Wait. To the final game for Coach K at Duke Basketball. Um, I would say like 300 400 You know, I'm going to give you guys another chance. <laughs> it is over $2,000. Jesus. Wow. wow. Okay. Um, so, guess again. Um, 2700 like over, way over two thousand. Ten thousand dollars. Uh, five thousand three hundred. Three thousand five hundred. Five thousand three hundred and seven dollars for a basketball ticket. Okay. Is that like the average ticket? I believe that's the average. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. So just think that's of mad. that. Five thousand three hundred seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. Three. Five thousand three hundred seven dollars for a ticket to Coach K's last basketball game. And like I know Duke are one of the best college basketball teams in the nation. But what are you going to do? Are you just going to watch him coach? How are you supposed to watch him coach? I don't know. Like, I understand that it's exciting to be at his final game, but what are you supposed to do exactly? What if it's a blowout? If it's a blowout, that would be depressing, first of all. But still, just, you're supposed to sit in the stands and you're probably like a cardboard box size, if smaller, seat that cost you $5,300, looking at Coach K like, Whoa, it's his last game. I'm watching him coach now, but... I guess he just brings a different aura to the field. I yeah. guess so. Mm. But I believe that stadium is going to be packed, if anything. And Duke is going to make a lot of money that night. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. But Yeah, of which the college students are going to get none. Exactly. They're oh, only losing yeah. $5,300 a person. But Make college is... tuition free. Yeah, well, maybe not free completely, but less. I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, more affordable for all would be mm-hmm. would be a better option. Like we are all juniors, we've all been going through the college process, college process recently, yeah. and we've noticed how a lot of colleges now are like over fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. fifty thousand dollars, the price of like a Tesla, four times. Oh yeah, That's and the okay. in-state versus out-of-state tuition difference is just crazy. Definitely, yeah, no, it's, like it's mad. I've had my mom tell me a lot. Hey, you should go to UW. You should go to UW, which I don't blame her. UW's a great school. Mm. And I know she went there, that kind of thing. My aunt went there. But the price is the main reason why. Yeah. Because it's in-state, close to home, which she likes. Because, like, hey, I'm kind of her daughter. But mm-hmm. And then I've been looking at schools in New York, California, for example, Syracuse. And it's expensive. It is. Like, yep. If you're going to go out of state, do your best to get a scholarship of some sort. But even then, that might not always be enough. So I don't really... It's just insane. Like, there's been people who have moved down to California, had their families. Like, they haven't divorced. Just one of the parents would go down to California to get residency in California mm-hmm. for those who are trying to apply to UC schools, etc. Yeah. So those are people who really, really, really want to go there. But it's just been insane. So, 
still we've had a lot of different things going on and i think we're gonna move on to something happier after a quick little music break if you will and we're gonna be going we've had a lot of dark topics come up in this episode but if you guys like pixar movies get your phones ready because we'll be talking a lot about that and i think that's really it here for the weekly wrap and we'll be going on on that stuff later maybe next episode or maybe even just in a few minutes we'll decide right here maybe but you're listening to the weekly wrap here on 88.9 the bridge bridge. that was this feeling by the chain smokers thank you all so much for listening to 88.9 the bridge and the weekly wrap now, let's get into some some dealings with the tier list, shall we? Yeah, yes. so this tier list, we started this tier list thing a couple weeks ago, but it has filled a little bit of a, I guess, the fun element of this episode. Yeah, so uh, for those who don't know, a tier list, really quick, is a list where you rank certain things in different categories, and it goes by letter, so it would be S would be at the very top, F would be at the very bottom, and it goes um f d c b a and then s so then yeah we'll just so make them in those pretty categories simple like that yeah. yeah and we're doing pixar movies today because i think all of us here have seen pixar movies and if you guys want to insert your opinion change up our tiers uh text us all right two zero six two seven five nine one zero four because we will be looking at those a lot so get ready for that and we have some tier list stuff for you guys First one up, Jonathan, do you want to take yes. over? Yes. So the first movie up is called Monsters, Inc. I'm sure many of many people have seen it. It's a pretty good uh, Pixar movie. Um, yeah. One of the best. Yes, about monsters, and they're trying to scare kids to create energy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then, they meet a, and then they meet a kid named Boo, and then they, and then, and then they basically top with the company. Yeah, yeah so, so uh, it was just kind I, of... It was a pretty solid film. I think it was very yeah. creative and original. Yeah. I'd, I'd rank it, honestly, in, a, in an A-tier. A yeah, tier. it was company corruption with a little spider squid mm-hmm. multiple yeah. eye guy who's mean. What was his name? Um, like, Randall. Randall. Yeah. Randall. Oh no, no, Randall's the, the crab guy. The crab guy. The crab guy. Yeah. yeah. But still, Monsters Inc. I think he's scaring a children. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if it scared you while you were a child, like watching that when you're maybe four or five, mm-hmm. good movie, solid yeah. movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. A tier for Monsters Inc. And yes. we're just gonna be doing speed rounds for this just for the sake of time. And we have next one here, I think, is a personal favorite for me that kind of blew up in the recent years on TikTok for one of them is Ratatouille. 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 One of the best soundtracks I've heard. Even like it's it's one of those subtle soundtrack movies, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That movie makes me hungry and it I does. don't like it. It, it, it looks, it, the food in all the movies look yeah. really good. And I think just the, I don't know, the animation, amazing, first of all. The characters, incredibly well played. And I've seen a lot of people saying, live action Ratatouille, what are we going to do? Because, you know, Disney Amazing. has been looking oh, at a lot no. of those. But Ratatouille is released in 2009. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ratatouille opinions? Um, I would say, like, uh, it's a solid film. I think it's, it's also similar to Monsters, Inc. It's pretty creative. It's really original. Like, a rat who makes food like, and someone, then ties someone's hat. Who even it's thought like... about that? <laughs> I know, right? A rat who makes food hiding in a random guy's little mm-hmm. hat. And what and was it, the guy's it, name? Linguini? Uh, isn't it like Louie or something? No, no, the, the, the chef's chef. name is Linguini. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, They have a chef named Linguini. How could you it's, go yeah, wrong with a, that? It's an so, Italian film. Yeah. Solid. My personal ranking? All right, rankings go around the table. Uh, B tier. I go B because you can smell the movie. Yeah. But only B because you can smell the movie. I'd say it's also an A. I'm going to go S just because it's an amazing movie. It's and that averages to an A. Yeah, that averages to an A. All right, fair enough. Okay, um, next movie is called Luca. Never seen it. You've never, never seen, seen it. Luca? Really? Wow. Um, but it's a newer film about two boys who can turn into, uh, who are mermaids, like mermaid fishes, who can turn into people. Yeah, and this um, is off and they the can, coast yeah. of Italy? Italy, yeah. Italy, yeah. It's, uh, cool film. 
And um, I think it's just had a lot of just representation, soundtrack, animation. It's just kind of that new animation style that Pixar has been working with. Yeah. So kind of the more bubbly characters, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it's the best movie in the world, but I, I would say it was pretty pretty solid though. Pretty good for a new film. Mm-hmm. A pretty good ending as well. Pretty good for a pandemic movie. Yeah, I would. Is agree. what I'm gonna say yeah. for that. So I'd you can B. choose. I'm A ish, B ish tier, like A minus. Mm. So you. What go. about you, Miles? I haven't seen it either. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it already. Well, we'll just put it in B for now. Um, okay. Here, Next let's movie. Have those I... two choose one. So yes. we have a choice here. It's between The Incredibles and let's do Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy Story. All right. We're going to put that S. S. S here. S? Yeah. I All right. Agree. Give us some reasoning. Well, the animation, first off, is. Incredible. It's revolutionary. Yeah. Yes. It was the first movie that was animated of, in CG. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing about Toy Story, the first couple movies, amazing. But Toy Story 4, I, that was so uh, unnecessary. I'm sorry. Yeah. Pixar, like the trilogy do was better. Over, like, the trilogy was over after Andy dropped the toys off. Exactly. <laughs> like, you didn't have to. I know you're trying to revive it, give it to another girl, start a new story, mm-hmm. maybe turn it into some animated TV show in the future mm-hmm. like Disney loves to do. Yeah. yeah. But. Still, we did not need that fourth movie. No. Like, yeah. come on, Forky? No, I'm sorry, that is not. Yeah, I don't. Good. I don't like Forky's ide- idealization for suicide. Okay, well that's lovely, but still, uh, I don't know. Just Toy Story, amazing movie, trilogies. Mm-hmm. Just the movies after the trilogy, yeah. not it. S tier for the first movie though. Yeah, yeah. And we'll probably be going over some other ones, and yeah. then I think we're gonna do a speed round here yeah. for The Incredibles. Okay. Incre- well, The Incredibles <laughs> was like the fifth movie ever created by uh by pixar so i would say it's pretty good for uh, the fifth movie ever created by pixar i'd go b tier s tier yeah. s tier what <laughs> uh, yeah i, I mean I, and then they also spent like what 16 years making a yeah a, a new, new one. one and, and the new one is so really well really the good one. the new it's one so was really good I, I really like the film it's like a simple story although it's um, a simply complicated story yeah. mm-hmm. so i think we can all agree on s and i'm gonna give some bonus points there because i believe it was my seventh in seventh grade band mm-hmm. back at the middle school we played the incredible soundtrack oh yeah I remember yeah. that that was the best if I was anything in, i was in choir at the time you probably listened to yeah, us play I that. To you live. oh yeah and we played that at some i think it was the winter or the spring concert so incredible spring concert there. actually also shout out to frozo yeah, yeah. Shout out okay to frozo. last film for the day is called soul it's also a newer movie never um, seen it Really? You've never seen it. All right, Theo, you guys have so much homework to do, and we're going to do this really, really fast because our class is now over. Yeah, I, I really love Soul. I thought it was a really good representation Same. of... Um, I'm going to say Soul. Yeah, I, I would say S, honestly. Mm, um, okay. also, it, it kind of depicted, The music was so good. Yeah, and also it depicted, like, life and death, and I just thought it was a cool film, like, purpose of life kind of type thing. All right, I think we're just going to put that in S tier and call yeah. it good here for the weekly wrap. Again, I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. You're listening to... 89, 89 The Bridge. The Bridge.